You're listening to the Soul Ties Podcast with Kenyon and Takara Martin, counselors, authors of the Soul Ties Detox, and founders of the Soul Ties Healthy Love Club. We bring awareness to toxic relationships, promote self-love for singles, and support strong, healthy relationships for couples. Here on the Soul Ties Podcast, we answer your questions. So join us weekly on Facebook Live, where we look forward to interacting with you live and on air. Do you have a burning question to send us? Then go to relationshipgoals.tv. That's relationshipgoals.tv. Now, let's get into today's episode. ready to get into these questions listen or these letters i should say letters we had two letters um that we are going to read on today um and uh so i'll read the first letter and then you will read the second letter absolutely let's go ahead and get to them yes so the first letter says dear Kenyon and takara i need your help my boyfriend and i have been dating for two years and things are mostly good except for issues surrounding his mother She is very disrespectful towards me and he doesn't see any problem with it. She doesn't acknowledge me. When we go to their family functions together, she calls me by his ex's name. Our names are not even remotely similar. She is mean to my son from a previous marriage. And when she hears my son call my boyfriend daddy, she says things like, too bad your own daddy can't take care of you the way my son does. She even... She's even gone as far as inviting other women around to try to hook my boyfriend up with them because she doesn't think I'm good enough. When I asked my boyfriend to stand up for me, he just shrugs and says, that's just the way she is and dismisses my feelings. He talks about marriage, but whenever we bring up the glaring issue of his mother, he backs down from the conversation and says, I am the reason he is taking so long to propose saying, saying that if I didn't have such a problem with his mom, we'd be fine. You guys, I love him. I want to marry him, but how do I get him to understand how his mother's treatment is affecting Sorry, his mother's treatment of me is affecting us. Uh, excellent, excellent. Now, what we're going to do, we're going to, instead of answering this right out, we're going to roll right into this next letter. So keep in mind, let's put a pin in that because I want to, I want a juxtaposition or, or a lady's letter side by side. There are some subtle differences or some blaring different, glaring differences that we want to make sure that we um, uh, address. This is a different letter and this is from a gentleman, a man. So let me go ahead and read that. Okay. Dear Kenyon and Takara, I love you guys' podcast and I really love how you guys seem to be really fair with the fellas so i have a question for you how would you advise a man to handle a relationship with his mother when it's damaging his relationship with his wife my mother is my heart she raised me and my brothers alone has survived cancer twice and is an amazing picture of strength i do anything for her and she would do anything for me except love my wife for the amazing woman that she is At first, it started out as a typical mother-in-law stuff where my mom would avoid connecting with my my wife, criticize my wife's cooking, or joke about my weight gain since I married her. We would brush it off and ignore it mostly. Now she's downright rude, and my wife demands I do something, but I don't know what. 
She calls my wife names, has turned the family against her. And when she had my wife or when she had my wife and our new daughter over for Christmas, she bought everyone something except my wife. Wow. She doesn't realize how it's hurting my marriage. My wife has threatened to leave. I asked about counsel counseling, but she said counseling wouldn't do no good since the problem is my mom, not our marriage. Again, she says I need to do something, but I don't know what. Help. Okay, so we have two situations here. And just so we can lay them side by side, we have two differences. We got two different voices, obviously. Yeah. We have a woman voice and we have a male voice, right? We also have two uh, relationship dynamics. We have a dating relationship as well as a married relationship. Yes. Um, And we also have two perceptions. We have the perception from the perspectives, the perspective from the person who's being hurt. And we have a with someone who is not taking any accountability mm. and we have the perspective of someone who knows that they are the at least the conduit of that hurt right and but and they're trying to take responsibility but they don't know how yes okay so we're going to start with the first one and here's the here's the thing with this the reason why we wanted to lay these out obviously that this is an issue obviously many people have come to us about this issue we've been talking about this three years off and on yeah absolutely um but uh with these particular dynamics it was great that they both came in at the same time they do come with different answers okay and so we want to start with the first one you ready babe i'm ready all right the first one is uh is the young lady who's dating a person now the first thing that we want to make sure that we lay the groundwork for is that this is a dating relationship now Saying that this is a dating relationship does not invalidate the love, the affection, and the connection within that relationship. Yes. All we're doing is identifying the dynamic in that relationship. And by identifying the dynamic, we come up with two two things that we need to pay f- close attention to. One is understanding things you need to understand while in this kind of relationship. And number two, the options that you have because it is a dating relationship. Yes. Does that make sense, babe? Yes. Okay, so the first thing is you need to understand that during the time you're dating, you're not engaged. He won't engage you, engage with you or get uh, become engaged with you. So during this time, throughout the entire time until there is a, a ring, you need to be in discernment mode. A.K.A. evaluating. Evaluating. And what does that mean for you right now? Well, understand that you can't change him. You can't change who he is or what he's doing. You can't change his mama. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to see him and be honest about who he is and his responses to you and your pain or your hurt or whatever's troubling you. And you have to determine if how he treats you and how he treats this situation is a deal breaker. Okay? Go ahead, Ben. Treat it. I mean, so you have to look at it as if it's a deal breaker. But what many of us ladies do in this situation is we uh, stop evaluating it to see if it's a deal breaker and we turn it into a game of let's make a deal. Right. (laughs) Whereas in this in this game that we begin to play with ourselves and in our mind is that now we're just trying to get by. We begin to settle. We begin to put up with that behavior. We begin to put up that treatment as if we now are effectively in competition with that mother. Yes. And then we start telling ourselves that if we hang around long enough, if we put up with it for long enough, he's going to marry us. And then 
everything will magically change yes. once we get married. And that's not where you should be right now. You should be discerning. You should be evaluating. And you should be, unfortunately, um, looking at things outside of the family that you've now already created with him aside. You have to put everything that you've done aside and begin to honestly look at what this situation is doing to you now because it's not going to get better later. Absolutely. Now, Carlita says something earlier that was very interesting. She said your lipstick was the bomb, and I just, I'm just over here looking at you talking. I'm like, wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I'm you. sorry. I'm sorry. Off topic. Thank off you, topic. Carlita. I can't help. Listen, so the next thing you need to understand <laughs> is that there is an obligation limitation within this relationship. What that means is in dating, um, you do have a commitment, but you're not obligated to each other. Yes. You're not obligated to prioritize each other. You're not obligated to make certain moves to each other. So because of the lack of obligation, you need to begin to watch how they treat you right now. Yes. Now, understand, some people will naturally put others in front of you, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is an all dating situation. Some people will naturally put others in front of you, children, parents, um, or whatever needs or necessity, and there's right. nothing wrong with that. I think the idea is you have to begin to discern how that person is being placed in front of you and who that person is as they are being placed in front of you. Does yep. that make sense? Absolutely. So let me break that down for you. There's a difference. Let's We're talking about parents, so there's a difference in prioritizing an ill parent, someone who needs care and comfort and needs you to be right there with them, and there's a difference from that and a loving parent that you just respect and giving them all your, you know, giving them your attention. Mm-hmm. And and so there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with prioritizing loving that parent or whatever. Yes. Um, but then there's also a difference in prioritizing and how you deal with a parent who is controlling and disrespectful to your choices or to your relationship. OK. And so you watch how they deal with those things. OK. Uh, if, if I if I may say like. When we were when we were um, when we were dating, uh, a great priority in your life was your mother, right? Or, and it still is her mother, and right. she's now my priority. I married into that priority, right? Um, and so um, because she was ailing, and she's here, and there's a there's a priority for that, right? Yeah, absolutely. But she, but Takara handled that priority in a very different way than say this person is handling his. Right. She handled that priority and in, in, in a way that continued to show me. Um, love and, and and affection and and consideration and consideration yeah um, throughout that and never made me put felt put on the back burner because of it does yeah, that make sense absolutely um, and likewise I mean honestly I met your mother pretty early on when we first started talking yes um and uh, that was the very first thing i acknowledged because i have dealt with these type of mother-in-law relationships in my past it was very important to me that i saw how kenyan's mother not just respected the woman that he brought around it was how she respected him and his choices of the woman that he brought around a mother who is toxic you will learn very early on disrespects the choices that her children bring around because she does not respect them to make their own choices and then that goes into that how they respect that relationship absolutely your mother was extremely respectful of you and me in that situation she loves you helped immensely (laughs) yes so with that being the case now that we have that understanding set up that the dynamic of dating I means that you have to begin to look at this situation honestly and openly and know what you're looking at. Yep. Now 
It's about the options that you have. This is real simple. You have two options. Continue the relationship in hopes that there will be change. And in that hopes or in waiting for change, understand that you're going to be acquiescing to this behavior and this treatment. Or two, move on and deal with the heartbreak. There is no easy way around this. Okay. And we're not telling you which way to go. Um, so what we will do is we will give you how to address this situation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um one thing I want to, before we tell you how to address the situation, let me just point out the particulars in this letter, all right? You love him and he loves you. That's a particular. His mother doesn't love you. Right. right? His mother disrespects you blatantly, okay? This is just trying to be honest here. You've told him how you told him how you felt about that, and his response was nothing has changed. Not only was that his response, but he doesn't see anything wrong with that treatment. Now, that's where there's that's where the key is. OK, mm. that he doesn't see anything wrong with that treatment, because when he doesn't see anything wrong with it, number one, he passively condones um, your mother's behavior or his mother's behavior to you. Um, and he doesn't intend to do anything. If I don't see anything wrong with something, I'm not going to do anything about it. Absolutely. And number three, he's OK with it. What is that? What 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 was the ending part of that being OK with it? Right. Being OK with it means that if it comes down to to brass tacks and you say, I'm going to leave unless something changes. He may do some immediate switcheroo here, pacifying, he may, you know, to pacify the situation so that he can remain in the relationship with you. But you have to understand that there's a comfort level with that. Yes. And because there's a comfort level with that, I can guarantee you dollars to donuts that that comfort level will come back up to the top and he will be comfortable with that again because he doesn't really see anything wrong with it. He's just trying to pacify you at that time. Absolutely. I think it's very important for women when you're going into relationships and then we're talking about dating. We'll address the married side of this here shortly. But when you're going into dating relationships, it's very important that you um, really evaluate a man's ability to protect and cover you, too. Yes. Because any what what this situation is showing that because it's a mother, because it's somebody that he values in his eyes and his heart. Yes. It allows that priority and that love to cloud his ability to protect you. It allows mm. it to, cl- to to cloud his ability to fully and properly cover you as his woman. Again, as a wife, you are not going to get all the benefits anyway. I'm sorry, as a girlfriend right, and as not a, a wife, yeah. you are not going to get all of the benefits of a wife to begin with. But part of the dating and evaluating process is to see if they have the ability and the aptitude to do so. Mm. And what you're experiencing right now is this man's inability to protect you and to cover you from outside influences that means it's not just mother that can that can disrespect you all of a sudden it becomes women at work who disrespect you from his job and then it becomes you know family members other family members that are allowed to disrespect you and because if he doesn't see an issue with it He's setting a precedent that he is not going to be that for you, what you're clearly saying that you need him to be. Absolutely. So here's what we would suggest in that particular situation before we move on to the married letter. Um, um, Number one, tell him that uh, once again, tell him once again that you don't like it. Explain to him that you don't like it and what you don't like about it and tell him what that it hurts you. Yes. Make it very clear. Okay. Number two, without emotion, just be very if if I were you, I would write it all out first. I would write it down first so that yeah. you have clarity and speech because he needs to understand just straight up without uh, a lot of 
uh, uh, emotion, anger, tears, whatever the case may be. He needs to understand and hear your words. The second thing is, is that you also have to give him consequences. He has to understand that there is a consequence behind this. When we talk to somebody and tell them that something bothers us, if you're not if you're not telling them that there's a consequence behind that, then you're just basically just telling them, hey, this isn't this doesn't feel good. Exactly. Now, here's what I will say. Do not use the consequence as a manipulative gesture. Be real about your consequence. There are some people who will say that there is a consequence and they're not real about that. If you're not willing to leave, if you're not willing to go anywhere, then don't mention it. Right. Um, if you're not willing to protect yourself, then don't mention it. But if you're willing, if, if there's something going on in you, you say, well, listen, I can't have this kind of relationship with you right now. If this is going to be the case, then you need to make that known. I think it's fair and it needs to be clear. Go ahead, babe. Really quickly, mm-hmm. that consequence should never be you going toe-to-toe and disrespecting his mother. Absolutely. It should never be your job. If he's not going to do it, you don't need to do anything. And again, you might want to think about walking away, especially as a girlfriend. I'm saying as a girlfriend, we're not talking about a wife. As a girlfriend, then you yes. need to consider walking away. It should never come down to the fact of you disrespecting going toe-to-toe with his mother, number one, for the sake of not going to jail, but also because at that point, you are effectively putting him in a corner between you and his mother physically And then, trust me, it's not going to end well for you. And from your point and place of integrity, your place of of just self-esteem and self-value for yourself, you don't want to ever see yourself in that position either. Be the bigger person, literally, and then you walk away from that situation if it ever gets to the point where you feel like you have to address the mama. Absolutely. So after you let all that be known to him directly, hear his immediate response but watch his long-term response right now what you've told us is that his immediate response has been that he doesn't see nothing wrong with it and if that's the case you respond appropriately but if his immediate response okay 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 i'll deal with i'll deal with it Mm -hmm. and then long term he doesn't you respond appropriately or if there's a positive then you respond appropriately. The idea is that you have to, in this phase of the relationship, you need to be, instead of, instead of vying for um, a lifetime in a marriage with someone, because once when you marry him, you're marrying that. Yes. You're marrying that behavior. When you marry him, you're marrying him, his, um, his, uh, his okayness with that um, behavior. So the idea is right now, evaluate. Mm Mm-hmm. Watch him, listen to him, and then you move forward and and respond appropriately. Now, I will tell you this. This is something that uh, Takara um, says all the time. Once you let somebody know, Mm -hmm. and correct me if I'm wrong, just if, if I get it off. Once you let somebody know that they're hurting you in a particular way, then they're accountable from that point on in the sense that if it continues, oh, bless you. Thank you. In the sense that, um, in the sense that if it continues on, it's now on them that it continues. Right. Now, in conjunction with that, it's you're responsible for the decisions that you make beneath that. If you if your decision that you make beneath that decision to keep it going mm-hmm. is to receive it or to accept it, then understand that you've made that decision. And okay? you cannot renege on it later. Right. Once you stay beyond the point of you laying down what you need 
once you stay beyond him continuing to allow this behavior to happen, you are effectively saying that it's okay. And then what you're doing is locking yourself into an agreement that says you're going to put up with it. You cannot switch things around later on right. because all of a sudden it's become too much to bear. It becomes too unbearable. If you continue to accept this understanding that you have a choice, then you are choosing to remain in a toxic situation with his mother. Right. Absolutely. So we hope that's clear. If you have any additional questions with that, please just go ahead and post them if you're there. Now, let's go to the married situation. This is a situation that's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Okay. We have a man who knows the issue. He knows he's the conduit through which the issue comes. He just simply doesn't know how to deal with it. And I can I can empathize with that. Mm -hmm. I can understand why that's the case. He sees his mother. His mother is a survivor. His mother was his caretaker. His mother um, um, fought through some things. And he's seen the best of his mother. And he loves her yes. with all of his heart. So I can understand and, 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 and see where he is with that. But let's begin to address that. Number one, this is a married situation. Once again... We're not talking about or invalidating the love between two dating individuals uh, as opposed to the love between two married people. What we're saying is that this situation presents to us a dynamic which gives us gives to us different understandings mm -hmm. and different options. Yeah. OK. The first understanding is this is real simple. Uh, bruh. <laughs> <Son. laughs> I'm sorry. It's real simple. First, your, your, your spouse is hurting. Understand that your spouse is hurting. This is your spouse. This is your other side of you. Yes. This is who, th this is your reflection. Number two, understand that you are accountable to handle that hurt. Mm. Okay. I've seen too many, and it just hits me. I've seen many uh, situations where, where there is a parent or friend of the spouse that this, uh, of the husband, we'll say the husband in this case, but it could be the other way around that disrespects the spouse and a husband steps out and we'll be like, well, handle it. And yes. that's absolutely not the right move to make. The reason why is, is because you're supposed to cover her or right. him if it's, if it's a young lady. The idea is, is that you're responsible. You're the closest to the problem. And, and that problem comes from your camp. That problem comes from who you're connected to and connected with. And so you are accountable for addressing that first and foremost Okay. Yes. You're accountable for setting that precedent. Okay. But you understand that, but we just wanted to lay those down. What are the options? The options is respond to that accountability or lose your wife. She's already one foot out the door. Does that make sense? It makes sense. It's hard, but it makes sense. It's hard. Now, before we go any further in addressing him, I want to address her. She's probably not listening. Maybe she is. If she is, um, definitely um, pull in with me here, okay? Or if this is you. Right, if you're the spouse on the other side of a spouse who know who doesn't know what to do. Right, okay? absolutely. They're trying, but they don't know what to do. Let's make sure that's clear. He is trying, he just doesn't know what to do, okay? So let's address her real quick. We don't know how long she's been dealing with this type of behavior. Right. We don't know the level that it has impacted her. Right. So we empathize, but her movement and and looking to exit the marriage shows us that she's fighting for herself 
rather than for the marriage. Right. Now, understand, we get it because we don't know what you've been going through. We don't know the other side of that emotion, okay? But, and we don't judge you for that. But what we do want to say is if he's looking for answers, then your movement to exit the marriage is a bit premature because you're not giving him a chance to do what he needs to do in order to fix the situation. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Here's here's what's very important. And I think a, a lot of women, um, especially when you've been through some stuff, right, and you just tired and you fed up and you don't want to deal with nothing. Right. It's very easy to throw out that, well, I'm going to just walk away or I'm just going to leave card. Um, but understand that there is a difference between the person in the dating relationship and that man who just flat out said, I'm not going to deal with it and there's nothing wrong with it. And a man who says, I want to do everything right by you. Yes. There, there's a difference because understand that it is hard. It is hard for any person to suddenly be in a position to say that I have to choose between my my spouse or my parent. Right. My spouse or my parent who may be doing some things that you don't like or my spouse. It's hard to put that parent in place. It's hard to do any of that stuff. So I think it's important that you have to look at the fact that he is trying, but also then take into account that says, hey, as a man, as a son, it is not easy for him to do this. So let me just step back and see what he's going to do. Amen. Amen. Give him a chance. Give him a chance. Because he's looking for a chance. Yes. He wouldn't have reached out to us if he didn't. Right. Right. The second thing I want to address her or address the spouse with is refusing counseling. Um, refusing counseling because you're holding him accountable or because it, you, you might think it's his fault. OK, mm -hmm. uh, there's nothing wrong with the marriage. There's something wrong with you or your mama. Right. Right. <laughs> um, and to a degree, that's correct. It is his accountability. Um, and this is it's his responsibility to respond to that. But it's not his fault. He cannot control his mother. So when you resist counseling, you resist an opportunity to hear his side of the story. Yes. You resist an opportunity to hear him as he's trying to hear you. I understand in these type situations, most people don't want to go to counseling because it's that person's fault. Right. And so why do I need to be corrected or why do I need to be talked to or why do, why does there need to be a mediator between us? Because the, the fear is, and I understand her fear is that if we go to counseling, uh huh. I'm going to be told to be patient, to deal with it, to set aside my differences, to be the bigger person. Right. And he doesn't get an opportunity to answer to his responsibility to me and his accountability to me. Yes. That's what she's afraid of. What I'll tell you is that any good counselor or, or coach or mentor who knows the whole story, who you sit in front of will not put you on the, in that place if you're hurting. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. What you're doing is, is you're not allowing an opportunity to hear him. He, go ahead. No, no, no. Go continue. Because when you shut that down, let me tell you what he's saying. First of all, you're not hearing that he hears you. You're not hearing yeah. that he understands your hurt. You're not hearing that he understands and knows, but he just don't know what to do about it. He's not giving up, and that's obvious while you're giving up on him. And here's the, here's, here's the real big problem with that. What you're doing is you're essentially punishing him for something that he's trying to find an answer for. And when you do that, that's, that, that can be almost that's impulsively toxic 
in a way. And what you're doing is you're causing him a problem. Um, And and if I can say this distress, you're causing him a problem and distress, but you're also being just as toxic as his mother is to you. Mm. You're not giving him an opportunity in that way. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Okay. Were you going to say something? No, go ahead. Okay. So with that being said, now that we, now that we, um, well, uh, let me, let me make sure I'm here. The spouse who's receiving this hurt should hold him accountable. Yeah. Okay. Hold him accountable. He's holding himself accountable, but you must also hold yourself accountable to him. Don't give up on the marriage, especially if he's trying again. I don't know the extent of the pain. I don't know the extent of the circumstance and I don't even know your personality, but at the end of the day, you're looking to be covered by him, but you're going to, you're going to, you're, you're threatening to uncover him. You're looking for priority and, but you're threatening to deprioritize him. Whatever you're looking for, give it at the same time. If you want priority, give him priority and give him an opportunity to respond. If you want to be covered, give him covering and give him an opportunity to respond. Does that make sense? Yes. Once you do that and then you you make it doesn't mean that you go through pain. It makes it means that you both agree to some alternative situations so that you don't have to deal with the verbal abuse or or the way she treats you. Okay, mm-hmm. it means that you do some alternatives, but don't let the alternative be just to go ahead and drop the whole thing. That's not the dynamic of the commitment that you're in as a married, yes. as a wife. Yes, yes, yes. Does that make sense? Perfect sense. Okay. With that said, now we can talk to him. Now we can lay some things down for him because we know that it's hard. Um, we understand that your priority priority is your wife. You can prioritize and protect and 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 cover your wife and love your wife without disrespecting or without not admiring your mother does that make sense it does really quickly because i think again um many people who are in these type of situations um your parent especially if you have a toxic mother a lot of times will guilt you into believing that by standing up to her by demanding respect for your wife is essentially disrespecting your mother. Right. As children, it's easy to feel that way, especially if we were raised in a household that says we don't talk back. Exactly. Especially if we were raised in a household that says our parents essentially are always right. Right. And so if that's the case, then it can be increasingly difficult to, as an adult, say, listen, this is what, this is what's what. Yes. Right. But yes, you can respectfully stand up to your mother and still protect your wife. It is possible. Absolutely. And what that means is, is that you don't have to disrespect your mother. You don't have to offend your mother by, by, by defending your wife. Once again, it's, it's like you said, don't think that standing up is disrespect. Okay. It's not disrespect. It's really just covering your wife. It's a tough one, but you have to make the call. You married her. That's the first statement that you've made regarding this relationship. She comes first, period, point blank. And she's allowed to come before your mother. Here's what we would tell you to do with that. Okay. Um, Okay. Number one, apologize to your wife. Make her 
help her to understand that you commit to prioritizing her in your life. Now, prioritizing doesn't mean that she just comes first. It means her heart comes first. It means her emotional health comes first. It means that anyone, this doesn't just mean the mother, both of you are the nucleus to the cell of your home. Yes. Both of you must stay intact in order to keep your home intact. So that that must be your priority. That's the health of your home is prioritizing her. That makes sense? Yes. And I would say to the wife, if your husband comes to you sincerely and apologizes Mm -hmm. for leaving you unprotected from his mother, um, and makes a new commitment of safeguarding your relationship and protecting you in this way, Ooh. then you owe it to him to then recommit yourself to this too. Um, and I think recommitting yourself to your husband in a way that says, number one, I forgive him. So forgive him. Yes. Acknowledge that it was not him that were that was doing these things to you. It was his mother. Absolutely. Forgive him in that. But then in you, I would even advise you to recommit yourself from a perspective of saying, now this is absolute. I'm not leaving. I'm not walking away. We're in this. And again, if you hold up your end, trust and believe he is trying to hold up his end the best way that he knows how. And him writing this letter proves that. So I I would really, really, really challenge you to recommit yourself to this as well and begin to stand for your husband the same way that he is trying to stand for you. Amen. So the first first thing you do is you apologize to your wife and make that commitment. The second thing you do is it's time to set boundaries, setting boundaries in your home. That means going to your mother one-on-one, not in a public setting, in a very private setting because people feel pushed or antagonized around other people. It's only loving to do it in a very private way. Yes. Okay. And you go to her and say, Hey, listen, I love you a lot. I love you. I respect you. And I admire you. You're my hero in some sense of the word, but I need you to, or my wife is hurting because of you. Um, there are, there are many things we don't have to go into details. Do not go into details because then you'll be arguing about the details, right? Don't go into details. There are many things that show that you don't care much for her. I, I would like for you to not do those things. I would like for you to consider her. I would like for her to love her like you love me. She is your daughter as I am your son. She is the other half of me. Mm-hmm. Can we do that? Now, that's a hard ask because at the end of the day, she could reject you. She could push you aside. She, you, you said uh, the family. Um, no, that was the first one. The family's already turned against uh, the other one. I'm sorry. But she could. She could. She could. She could respond as if she's antagonized. Yes. But you have to you have to live with that because now you're making a choice. Also, with setting boundaries, don't just talk to her about boundaries if you can't talk to her about consequences. Mm-hmm. There are consequences to boundaries. If we step on outside of a particular gate, we we run the risk of whatever's in that yard or in that street on the outside of that gate. Yes. We run the risk of whatever that gate is keeping us back or protecting us from. Mm-hmm. So you have to help her understand that there's a boundary here. There's a line here. And when you cross that line, when you get out of, get out of bounds... The 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 um the the uh, consequence is I have to protect my wife. Yes, I have to stand between you and her. I have to be the one to step up. 
I have to cover her. I don't cover. I'm not married to you. I'm married to her. And you have to let her know that this is where the boundary is. Okay. And you have to be willing and ready to uphold those consequences. Okay. Yes. Then finally, with those boundaries, that boundary conversation or that boundary area, I should say, be ready and willing. Now, this was a it was a private matter at first. But if it continues on, you have to be ready and willing to correct your mother in public. When she embarrasses or disrespects your wife in public, you have to be you don't have to be nasty about it. Right. But be ready and willing to correct her, because what that does, that demonstrates where you stand to your mom. But it also demonstrates to your wife where you stand to her, too. It allows her to see you to to, to actually experience you covering and defending her. Does that makes sense. It makes her immediately feel safe with you. Absolutely. One of the reasons why your wife is threatening to leave is because she no longer feels protected and safe with you. Absolutely. And so this right here will the consistency consistency in doing this right here will allow your wife to feel safe with you again to say that my husband is going to protect me and cover me from anyone who tries to disrespect our union. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, you know, and be ready to make alternative choices. Make sure, maybe you don't go to family outings. Maybe you don't come together for holidays. Remember, this is your house. Yes. You clean your house. You take care of your house. You don't let nobody kick in the door and destroy anything on in the side yes. of your house. You, you're a grown man. And as a man, that's your job. And it would be her job just as equally if it was her side of the family. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. Thank you for listening to the Soul Ties podcast, recorded live on Facebook and distributed to iTunes and SoundCloud. Now, if you're on iTunes, we can't grow without you. So help spread the love, rate us, leave a review and share your favorite episodes. And don't forget to subscribe to the Soul Ties podcast so you won't miss any future topics or your questions being answered. Do you have questions that you want us to answer? Just visit relationshipgoals.tv. That's relationshipgoals, all one word, dot TV. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Soul Ties podcast. We hope you enjoyed the program.